Digital Insights, a training segment within the BCTGM Voices Project. I'm Michelle Ellis, Director of Digital Media. Each month, I will bring you a tip or trick for building relationships with existing and future members on social media. These are the tools to streamline your communications and help you reach more workers with better messaging. This is Digital Insights. Today's Digital Insight topic was originally created as a live video with screen sharing in a private Facebook group called BCTGM Online Organizers. Before I get into the training, I want to explain what this group is and the requirements to access it in case we have anyone listening who should be involved. All of the audio content for the BCTGM Voices project is exclusively shared in our private Facebook group first. Again. It's called BCTGM Online Organizers. We stream these presentations and conversations live, allowing for interaction from about 130 folks who have been granted access as verified leader members and retirees of the BCTGM. Then we repurpose everything about a month later here on the podcast. So what is a leader member? We've defined this as BCTGM local union and international union officers, staff people, and activist retirees. This can also include local union shop stewards and any members involved in organizing. The main point is to have like-minded folks committed to organizing and bargaining for fair contracts. So if this describes you, you can request membership by going to bit.ly forward slash BCTGM organizers group. This will bring you right to the Facebook page and you just have to click on the join button. You are going to be asked to answer four gatekeeper questions so that we can verify your identity as a leader member. Please make sure you do this and we'll also check our membership database as backup to make sure that you are who you say you are. Now, I want to take a quick walk down memory lane to remind us how far we've come since I first got on Facebook in 2008. It was a simpler time then. <laughs> there was a post box that would prompt you with your first name. So you would essentially just finish the sentence. Michelle is watching Friends reruns, for instance. You're just kind of telling everybody what you're up to. Photo albums were more popular then as a way to share your vacation, your dog, your kids. So in the beginning, it really seemed more like a way to reconnect and keep in touch with other people. Twitter had gone live in 2006, so everyone was figuring out how to use that for sharing quick news updates. A lot of journalists were on there and still are to this day. Instagram came along several years later in 2010, and then Snapchat followed in 2011. Like everything, these platforms have evolved and they'll continue to. The longer things stick around, the more uses we find for them, right? So we've figured out which functions are most helpful to us. Now you can stream live videos both on Instagram and Facebook. Both platforms have co-opted the Stories feature, which was, of course, invented by Snapchat. Instagram has incorporated Reels, which are also very similar to TikTok videos. 
So people have figured out how to combine these things to help them build businesses, political platforms, and even social change movements by cracking the algorithms and becoming more visible on social media. So I'm going to give you tips in four different categories today that are going to help you communicate a little more clearly and creatively with your followers. So we're going to talk about photos, number one. Next, we're going to talk about graphics and text quotes. We're going to talk about Instagram and Facebook stories. And last will be social media websites. Once again, this topic was originally included in a demo where viewers could see my phone screen while I was speaking. So since our podcast listeners can only hear me, I'm simply going to offer a few tips in each section and then give you a handful of smartphone apps to look up and try out. Quick disclaimer, BCTGM is not affiliated with any of these apps and none of this is an ad. So let's get started. First, we're going to talk about photos and editing. You want to strike a balance between poorly lit photos, photos that you can't really discern, they're not very good at all, and something too professional or too staged looking. If your pictures are just plain bad, people are going to scroll right by them. They're not going to be able to figure out what that is and they won't take the time to try. And if they're too produced, they can be perceived as advertising, which is also going to be ignored on social media. So a couple tips. Photos of people are going to get the most engagement. We are social animals. We like to see pictures of other people's faces. When you're taking pictures of people, try to take it from a higher angle. By now, most of us are aware when you are holding your camera at a low angle, you're going to give people the double chin. Everyone just looks a little bit better when you're taking a photo from a little bit above their face. You want to try to find natural light as often as possible. If you can, take your pictures outside. If you can't, try to find a window and have the people face the window so that the natural light is shining onto their faces. When you are able to take pictures outside, direct sunlight is kind of something we also want to avoid. It can make harsh shadows on our faces. If anyone's wearing a hat with a brim on it, it's going to cover their eyes. So find shade whenever possible if you're going to be taking pictures outside. Two apps that I use for editing. The first one is called Tezza. This is really good for beginners because you can just pull the photos in and there's a lot of one tap really nice looking filters in there. Tezza is spelled T-E-Z-Z-A. So you can do photo filters. You can mess with the exposure, you know, all of the standard photo adjustments and you can also do video effects in there so you can put like vintage grain on your videos so it looks like it was recorded with an old school camera you can play with the stop action things like that Adobe Lightroom is a little more well known they have a free mobile app that you can use and if you use Lightroom on your desktop computer it also integrates with that. So any of your photo albums can be shared around your devices. There's also downloadable presets all over the internet. Different photographers will sell these for a small fee on Etsy or they'll have their own websites where you can go and you just download them and install them into your Lightroom app and you can have a preset filter that you can put on all your photos to make your Instagram feed nice 
and uniform. The next thing I want to talk about are graphics and word art. So if we're thinking about human faces as creating this personal connection on our social media feeds, graphics and word art are going to be more likely to get reshared. They're the most reshared items on social media, which is important because reshares are the surest way to get more eyeballs on your posts, if that's your goal. So these are easy and they're smart to use for growing an engaged following. So there are two apps that I use for creating word art. The first one is Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Canva has pre-made templates that you can simply click on and edit the text in there. You can change the color of the background or you can create something from scratch, add your own background photo and then type a quote on there. So let's say you had a labor leader speaking at an event that you were at and you have a picture of them and you want to grab a quote from their speech and paste it into a graphic for social media. You can easily do something like that in this app called Canva. When you're creating graphics for social media, you want to think about adding your social media handle. So if it's your local union or your personal handle, the reason this is important is because people are going to steal these things when they're good. And that's fine because social media is a social place. There's tons of stuff on there. It's easy to steal. But if you put your name on it, people are still going to be able to find the creator of that if they end up picking it up somewhere else. So think about that. Um, another good app for making word art is Word Swag. I use this for creating quote graphics. I also use it for creating event graphics and invitations. Both of these apps are going to allow you to choose the image orientation according to where you're going to be posting it. So think about the different places where you have photos on social media, like the Facebook cover photo. The cover photo on Facebook is going to be wider and shorter. Or Instagram portraits, you can make them square, you can make them a little taller, and then a Twitter image is going to be, again, a little bit more of a landscape orientation. Both of these apps have preset canvases that you can choose so that before you even start creating your graphic, you have the proper size in place. So again, that's Canva and Word Swag. And anytime you need to make something like this, you can grab from an event, a speech. You can look through labor history and find something on the internet. Um, but those two apps are very good for creating artwork for social media. Next, we're going to talk about Instagram and Facebook stories. These are the posts that run across the top of your feed when you first open up your Instagram or Facebook app and they play in a slide. They show for about 15 seconds each. You can skip ahead with your finger. These are our stories and they of course were an invention of Snapchat. Most people are using them on Instagram and Facebook at this point, mostly Instagram. I will say for me personally, whenever I post a series of stories on Instagram and Facebook, typically the ones on Instagram are getting the most views. So these can be any images, quick videos, text box. They're shown in slides. They're viewed in sequence and only live for 24 hours. 
There's a really cool app that you can use to create multiple slides at a time and tell a really interesting story that is visually appealing. And it is called Unfold, U-N-F-O-L-D. So Unfold has different art templates that you can incorporate. You will add a slide one at a time. They have designs that look like films. So you can pull your photos into a layout that looks like they're on a piece of film or on a Polaroid photo. And you just pull your photos in there. You can type up your stories one at a time and kind of think of this as a PowerPoint presentation almost. So go one slide at a time, tell your story. You can adjust the size, color, font, and then you can go through it, edit it, make sure it looks perfect. And then you can export all of those slides into your images on your phone and post up to 10 at a time on Instagram. The last thing I'm gonna talk about is a social media website. These uh, became a big thing because of Instagram because in that platform specifically, you're only given one hyperlink. You cannot put hyperlinks in your post. So if you have a photo in Instagram and you're writing your caption and you wanted to direct someone to a blog post on your website, you can't put that in the caption. You have to say something like, use the link in my bio. There are apps out there that can help you create a list of links when you need to have more than one in your profile. Now, these are really helpful because they can act as a quick reference, they're device optimized, and they can take people directly where they need to go. So instead of us putting in bctgm.org there and saying there's a new blog post, use the link in our bio and then someone goes to our homepage and then they have to track down the blog and then they have to find the one that we're talking about. With these apps, you can create a list of links and paste those hyperlinks right in there that take people directly to where they need to go. The BCTGM uses an app called Milkshake for this, spelled exactly like it sounds, Milkshake, one word. And we just have a simple list of buttons in our Instagram profile but you can add cards to this link so that people can scroll sideways. You can have a list of links in there and then you can scroll sideways and have a page that is about us and write up a bio in there. You can, you can create blog previews and there's even a feature that lets you list out YouTube videos. There are a lot of design templates that you can choose from to make sure your Instagram website looks nice and uniform. And uh, I'll just give you an idea. The links that we currently have in our Milkshake website are to our podcast. We have a link to the action page for our ProAct letter writing campaign. There's a link in there to join our union, which goes right to our organizing page. We have a link to our blog, and then one that will let people join our email list. And of course, you can now go to BCTGM's Instagram page at any time to see how we're using the Milkshake app to create that website. There is so much out there to post about on social media. I know that some of this can get overwhelming. So just a good rule of thumb when you're going about what should I post on social media this week is to think first about what you need to accomplish. Do you need to retell the story of an event that you went to yesterday? If that's the case, you need clear, good photos of the people that were there. 
You want to make sure you can see their faces clearly. Take the time to edit that using the apps I told you about, like Tezza or Lightroom. If you need to inspire Union Pride today, you can just Google search a quote from a famous labor leader and create a quick graphic in Canva or Word Swag. Share that on your social media. Get people resharing it and feeling the Union Pride. If it's encouraging organizing, you know, maybe you want to find a photo and a quote from someone within our union. And then, of course, use your Milkshake app or your Linktree to make sure that your most important web pages are readily available to people who see these very cool posts that you're putting on social media and want to learn more. So start with an objective, then figure out if you need to pull in special apps to help you best communicate those things. If you ever need help brainstorming the best way to get a message across on social media, you can always contact me by email. My email address is mellis at bctgm.org. That's it for this week's training, guys. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. If you found this content valuable, please consider sharing it on your own social media pages, and be sure to tag us. We are bctgm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more on the activities of the BCTGM, go to bctgm.org.